Seems to me like the first thing I can remember is following my mom and daddy down the rows of a cotton field. Time I was old enough to take hold of a hoe handle, they had one ready for me. Only time I ever laid it down in the daylight was to take hold of something heavier. I remember watching my folks grow old before their time, trying their best not to lose that little old place. I was grown and hiring out for plowman's wages when the war between the states come on. I was a good marksman like everybody else in that country then. Most of the meat we ever had on the table was wild game that I went out and shot. There was people who used to run hogs loose along the rivers and creeks, living off the acorns and such. Every once in a while I would shoot me one of those and tell the folks it was a wild one. They wouldn't have eaten it no other way. Religious folks they was. They'd have taken a liking to you, preacher. But I always felt like the Lord helped them that helped themselves. And I helped myself any time it come handy. Well, like I say, the war started. Right off I volunteered. My old daddy, he joined up too. It had always gnawed at him, I reckon, that he wasn't there when Sam Houston won that other war. He wanted to be in on this one, so he left Mama and the kids to take care of the place, and him and me went off to war. He never did get there, though. We hadn't been gone from home three weeks till he was taken down with the fever and died without ever seeing a Yankee. We gave him a Christian burial 300 miles from home. I always wanted to go back some day and put up a stone, but I never could find the place, not within five miles. Probably fenced into somebody's cow pasture now. The war wasn't nothing I liked to talk about. My part in it wasn't much different from most any other soldiers. I'd taken three bullet wounds one time and another. I killed a few men that had never done nothing against me except shoot at me. Maybe that sounds funny to you, but it's true. There wasn't nothing personal in it. They were shooting at everybody that wore a uniform the color of mine. They didn't know me from Robert E. Lee. It was our job to kill more of them than they killed of us. Everybody seemed to feel like it was all right for me to shoot strangers in the war. But in later years, they got awful self-righteous. Some wanted to hang me when I'd shot a man that did have a personal fight with me. Men that wanted to kill Joe Pepper. Only Joe Pepper beat them to it. Folks would say I'd forgotten the war was over. Well, it never was over for me. Seems like I've been in one war or another most of my life. I never could get it straight, them changing the rules on me all the time. I was way over in Pennsylvania when the war was over and they told us to go home. I'd taken a good sorrel horse off a dead Yankee, but that chicken-brained captain of ours led us into an ambush that a blind mule could have seen and the horse got shot out from under me. The best officers we had got killed off in the first years of the war, seemed like, and mostly what we had left in the last part was the scrubs and the cutbacks. The night after they told us to go home, I slipped along the picket line and taken a good big gray horse of the captain's. I figured he owed me that for getting my sorrel shot. I know he wouldn't take the same view on it, though, so I was thirty miles toward Texas by daylight. That horse was the making of my first fortune, in a manner of speaking. Big, stout horse he was, about fifteen hands high, Tennessee stock. Once I'd schooled him, I could rope a full-grown range bull on him, and he'd bust that bull over backwards. Well, that was later on, of course. That was when I was still known as Joe Peeler. The Joe Pepper name came later. 
When I got back to the old home place, I found out Mama had died, and the kids was taking care of the farm themselves. A couple of the boys was grown and plenty able. They didn't have no need of me, and one thing they didn't need was an extra mouth to feed. So I taken off and headed south with an old army friend of mine, R. Lee Thompson. He come from below San Antonio in the Nueces Strip country. That was a rough territory them days. Mexican outlaws coming across the line to see what they could take and run with. American outlaws settling there so if they was pressed, they could always run for Mexico. The honest people, what there was of them, had a hard time. Even the honest ones fought amongst themselves a right smart. Americanos against Mexicans and vice versa. You'd have thought they had trouble enough without that, but they didn't seem to think so. The ranchers had let a lot of their cattle go unbranded through the war because there just wasn't enough men to do the job. There was grown cattle there, bulls three and four years.